Blog Talk Radio. Here. 
Now, before we even go into that, I would like to let people know some information about this show. Nothing but the truth does talk about relationships, but these couple of weeks here we've been talking about politics because that's the whole thing. And that will change relationships. I know that sounds funny, but if your ass can't go nowhere because you don't got the money, you laid off, that can affect a lot of shit here. But I want to talk about some deeper issues. We want to talk about social issues on the show as well, too, when they come up and this is becoming a social issue. A lot of people, it's just like everyone's talking about election, everyone. I don't know about y'all that's listening, but it's been going on everywhere. Now, I welcome the people that's joined the chat room to listen in to the show, but I'm going to give y'all some information to call in on the show. You'll call in, we'll in the 15 minutes as far as of us doing our discussion. We're going to have some music going on, some old school music. I let Mr. LeVon listen to while we, we were traveling. But you can hit up our email it's mb underscore truth at yahoo.com. Go ahead and hit that up. Let us know what your thoughts are. Let us know what's going on at your places when y'all go to election. Let us know because we got some information on if someone's trying to mess with y'all, trying to mess up your right to vote. We got some numbers that you can call in and they can hop on their asses. Uh, we have voicemail, 641-715-3900, extension 3327, pound again. Six four one seven one five thirty nine zero zero extension three three two seven one pal. And again, uh, you can hit up the number six four six seven one six seven nine one one. We also do follow them in, but we're gonna hold off and follow them in until this election is over with. Okay. Now, before we even do anything, I'm gonna go ahead and get your minds stimulated because. I don't know about y'all. I know how Mr. LeVon starts too, because I showed him some stuff, let him listen to some stuff. But we need to get y'all minds pumped right before we even go into discussion. I want you to think about this song that I'm about to play. It's it's kind of kind of oh, it is old, but it still relates to what's going on today. Would you not agree, Mr. LeVon? Yeah, in many ways, um, government is always important. I think this period, because everybody loves to focus on how we've made history in this moment, you know, all that other cliched shit, really. It, it really brings us to points that have been made before. Being aware of what's happening in your society, uh, what's happening with your government is very important for you as an individual. It is your civil rights as a citizen of any country, especially America, to understand the workings of the government and the society, community in your area. You know, a lot of people, as we said before, some states don't allow people with felonies to vote. However, there are some states that actually allow you to vote, like North Carolina, if you've completed your felony um, charges. If you've um, you know, served your term in prison or whatnot, you're allowed to vote again. But a lot of people don't know that, and so they're just told a basic bunch of bullshit all their life because they never really search for themselves. And this is really what that was about, you know, challenging the dominant authority that people like to put out there, focusing on what's real instead of what's fake. Yeah, that's true. And before we even do anything, I want y'all to listen to this song that I have for y'all that really does need to get your mind hyped because of, I mean, we're going to go in here and, and do our thing, but a lot of y'all sleeping. I could tell right now from the people that I've talked to, they sleeping on issues. But I'm going to go ahead and just go ahead and drop it down, okay? And here it goes. Don't, 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 
you're looking for the same thing. It's a new thing. Check out this. I bring all the rope below the level because I'm living low next to the base. Come on. Turn up the radio. They're claiming I'm a criminal. But now I wonder how. Some people never know. The enemy could be the Frank Guardian. I'm now a hooligan. I rock the party and clear all the madness. I'm not a racist. Preach to teach the officer. Because some they never had this. Number one. Never want to run about the gun. I wasn't licensed to have one. The minute they see me, fear me. I'm the epitome. A public enemy. Use abuse without clues. I refuse to blow a fuse. They even had it on the news. Don't believe the hype. Was the start of my last jam, so here it is again, another death jam. But since I gave you all a little something that I knew you lacked, they still consider me a new jack. All the critics you can hang on my hold the rope, but they hope to the Pope and pray it ain't dope. The follow-up Farrakhan, he'll tell me that you understand until you hear the man. The book up the new school rap game, writers treat me like Coltrane, insane. Yes to them, but to me, I'm a different kind. We're brothers on the same mind, unblind, caught in the middle end, not surrendering. I don't rhyme for the sake of riddling. So claiming that I'm a smuggler. Some say I never heard of ya, a rap burglar, false media. We don't need it, do we? It's fake, that's what it be to you, dig me? Yo, Terminator X, step up on the stand and show these people what time it is, boy. As an equal, can I get this through to you? My 98 booming with a trunk of funk. All the jealous punk can't stop the dunk. Coming from the school of hard knocks. Some perpetrate, they drink Clorox, attack the black because I know they lack exact. The cold facts, and still they try to Xerox. The leader of the new school, uncool. Never played the fool, just made the rule. Remember, there's a need to get alarmed. Again, I said I was a time bomb. In the daytime, radio scared of me, cause I'm mad, plus I'm the enemy. They can't come on and play me in prime time, cause I know the time, plus I'm getting mine. I get on the mix late in the night, they know I'm living right, so here goes the mic sight. Before I let it go, don't rush my show, you try to reach and grab and get elbow. Word to her, yo, if you can't swing this, learn the words, you might sing this. Just a little bit of the taste of the bass for you As you get up and dance at the LQ With some denied to fight, I swing polos Then they clear the lane, I go solo The meaning of all of that, the media is the wax As you believe it's true, it blows me through the roof Suckers, liars, give me a shovel Some writers I know are damn devils From them I say don't believe the hype Yo Chuck, it must be on the pipe, right? Depends and pads I snatch cause I've had it I'm not an addict, fiend, it for static I see the tape recorder and I grab it. No, you can't have it back, silly rabbit. I'm going to my media assassin, Harry Allen. I gotta ask him. Yo, Harry, you're a writer. Are we that tight? Don't believe the hype. Yeah, boy, part two, bum rush the show. Yo, Grim. Get the green, black, and red. 
in effect, and I still will. Rock the hard jams, treat it like a seminar. Reach the bourgeois and rock a boulevard. Some say I'm negative, but then I'm positive. What do I got to give? The media says this. Red, Yo, black, and green. That they got to be you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yo, the megas got them going up to see Captain Kirk like a jerk and they out of work. Let me tell you a little something, man. A lot of people on daytime radio are scared of us because they're too ignorant. To understand the lyrics of the truth that we pumping into them clouds, that brain cells. That that's fun under those wooden skulls they call caps, you know what I'm saying? But the S wants to straighten it out quick, fast, in a hurry. Don't worry, flavor vision ain't blurry, you know what I'm saying? That's right, folks. Don't believe the hype that you hear off on TV because a lot of people out here are playing games. They're basically trying to sit here and tell you, well, this is not true, you know, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. You know, we are the real people, this and that, nonsense like that. I think a lot of y'all have to realize that we're at a time and age right now that a lot of people want to stay the old ways. They just don't want to see people come up. They want to put people down. And in my opinion, right there, you're going to have some issues. And when I mean issues, you're going to have some very, very, very fucked up concerns. Now, we got a lineup for today or tonight. You're going to enjoy this show. I hope you do because we're trying to get your minds right. We're trying to wake you up. We're trying to get you off of this nonsense. You know, a lot of people sit here and talk about, we're this, we're that. How do y'all know? I mean, it doesn't take the fucking rocket scientist to find out what's really going on. I don't know about too many of y'all as far as if if that's your cup of tea as far as trying to make things happen. But every one of us has the ability to make something happen. Whether, you know, you think someone's telling you or you can't do it, because that's not the, you know, that's not the issue right there. You know, people sitting there bullshit with you, telling you that you'll never be anything. That's what I see right now in politics as far as uh, the race being concerned. Because a lot of people want to sit here and, and play bullshit games and uh, try to discredit Barack Obama. I know in politics you got two sides and stuff like that with the Democrats and the Republicans doing their thing, but you have to understand it's, poli- it's certain things you do in politics and certain things you don't do. And it, it's going to be desperate. You know, Barack, well, like he said earlier, he's like, what was it, five days left into the election, the official election. He was saying to a lot of people, look, I know that it looked like we might beat McCain by 10 points, but we're not going to ease up on him. I mean, we're not going to ease up. We're going to keep going hard as if we don't even see that happening because you don't want to sit there and be thinking, well, you know, nothing's going to happen. We got this handled. We got this on lock. And then you sit there and complain about why things are, are a certain way they are. I mean, you got people trying to run these bullshit ads, trying to say, you know, if you get Barack in, 
you know the terrorists are going to attack. That's what Joe Biden, his uh, vice presidential uh, running mate, say to him. I'm like, whatever. You know, I mean, I don't know about too many of y'all, but I don't have time for that nonsense. But in my opinion, hey, anything can happen. I'm going to let LeVon go ahead and take over and, and check out these articles that I gave him so he can read it for everyone, and we're going to put our opinions in it. All right, let's see here. Um, which one are we supposed to be checking out again? Let me see. Here. I guess the first one about that, that backfire plan as far as uh, McCain mm-hmm. trying to run something that could backfire on him. I think it already has, but, I mean, you can go ahead and jump on the article. I mean, a lot of people... A lot of people don't know what that means as far as what McCain is backfiring on. Uh-huh. Okay, let me look it up. All right. Okay, got it right here. Let's see. Here. Um, so, McCain attacks could backfire with undecided, um, analysts said. Uh-huh. This is in Washington at CNN. Senator John McCain needs to close the gap by persuading undecided voters to back him, but attacks on Senator Barack Obama could turn off the very voters he needs to swing his way, a political analyst said Tuesday. Quote-unquote, McCain should go big at the end, but if he wants to get over independence and undecided, he should not go big by going negative. That's the worst thing he could do, said John Avalon, author of the book Independent Nation. Well, just one week before Election Day, a CNN poll of polls calculated Monday shows Obama leading McCain by 8 points, 51% to 43%, with 6% undecided. A CNN-slash-Opinion Research Corporation poll conducted on October 17th to the 19th found a slightly smaller gap, 52% for Obama, 46% for McCain, among independent voters. Recent polls have consistently showed Obama in lead, and independent voters may be bothered by the inevitable nature that is surrounding the Democratic campaign streak, said Patricia Murphy, editor of CitizenJanePolitics.com. Quote-unquote, independents are also sometimes late deciders. They are also extremely persuadable at any point during the election, Murphy said. Quote, unquote, they don't want to know that this decision has already been made for them, so they'll exercise their power at the polls. To draw undecided and independent voters, Murphy said, the McCain camp would be smart to raise doubts about Obama in the final week of the campaign because the race has become a referendum on Barack Obama. Quote, unquote, if anybody is still undecided, it may be because they just haven't made up their minds about this man, she said. But Avalon warns that personal attacks on Obama, such as saying Democrat is leading the country towards socialism, will not work. Quote, unquote, I think if it's about the economic differences between candidates, that's positive contrast, he added. It's, um, I mean, it's, what is this? This is some horrible grammar. If it goes into, I <laughs> know, oh, I'm looking at this here. Anyway, if it goes into silly season by calling Barack Obama a socialist, that's an insult, and it's decisive. McCain would be 
better served, Avalon said, by emphasizing the fact that an Obama presidency would put the Democrats in charge of the White House and both branches of Congress. Quote, unquote, McCain should run against unified control. Do you really want to turn over the United States government to Harry Reid and Nancy Pelosi and the liberal supermajority? Avalon asked, referring to the Democratic Senate majority leader and the Speaker of the House, respectively. That's a rational case he can make. It's not insulting, he says, and it will appeal to independents and undecided voters. All right, that's it. I was taking some notes. But, yeah, folks, basically sums it up. McCain don't want to talk about the issues from what LeVon just read. McCain is not trying to stick with the issues of the economy. He wants to talk about Barack, uh, you know, he ain't been here for a while, so I don't think he can help us. That's what he's basically saying. Where Barack is coming, he's trying to show people, look, I have a pretty much good idea that if we do it this way, Things can happen. He ain't saying that certain, nothing certain, nothing in the world certain. I mean, he's being real with y'all. He's telling people, look, man, you know, the things that I promised, we want to cut back on, certain things are going to be cut out as far as he's going in there, looking at the budget, and he's going to go by one, line by line from what he's saying and take out the things that are not needed in the budget. And once that happens, whatever. McCain don't want to talk about it. He just want to still attack. Obama, they even had Arnold Schwarzenegger on TV trying to talk about Obama, talking about he needs to lift weights and stuff. Now, what type of shit is that? What they got to do with running the country? I mean, it don't make sense. And, you know, finger-pointing, raising doubts, not talking about the issues at all. I mean, I think whoever helping out McCain, they got to be fucking retarded, in my opinion. I mean... I don't know about y'all out there listening to the show right now. I ain't trying to knock McCain down. I mean, he probably is a good person and stuff, but the people who's running his camp, you want to raise doubts and stuff. That's basically fear. you trying to put fear in people's heads. That shit worked in 2004 with Kerry, with George Bush using that shit, but people are tired of this shit because the real fear is not y'all talking about, well, what else the terrorists get? The real fear is what else we get McCain in and nothing changes and you lose your job regardless. And or well they tax your uh health benefits. Because that's what he's probably talking about doing, taxing your health benefits. And y'all might think I'm lying and shit, but you can go look it up uh, on Wikipedia or look it up at John McCain's website. They are trying to tax the uh benefits that you get from your job. And a lot of people getting pissed off. And they're going to turn around and give it to the health insurance company. So not only are they going to get the money that you pay into your health insurance, but they're going to make taxes right off the top of that, too. And the government's going to get their little cut, too. Now, he's trying to point out to socialism, but people really don't understand. I'm going to let Mr. LeVon, if he can, uh, what, what do you think when he's talking about socialism? Well, that's the most common scare tactic of America for quite a while when it's um, criticized the politics of different presidential candidates regarding the economy and how they think welfare should be um, handled and whatnot. It's kind of ironic because people, when they think of socialism, draw very unfair um, similarities between socialism and communism, which are two distinctly different ideologies in itself, and 
I think one of the main issues about socialism is because we're such a capitalist government, people automatically think that sharing things with other people is going to bring us to a point where others end up end up losing their rights, their privileges, and whatnot. And that's not how socialism works. If people actually understand these situations and analyze them for themselves rather than listen to these pseudo-intelligent idiots on blogs that spent, I don't know, how many, how many seconds actually researching this stuff on a Wikipedia um, source that might not even be well, um, how would you say, well-backed or very reliable. It's, all, it's, it's a lot, very ignorant in my opinion. And one of the main problems is that in our country, if you look at socialism, and I'm not per se an advocate for it. I'm just for showing people the ignorance of their own preconceived notions regarding these different um, ideologies. And in this case, uh, sharing your rights with other people in America, rights that everybody should have, you know, sharing the wealth, as Obama has claimed, in a capitalist place that makes tons of money off and tons of profits off of so many different things in the stocks and um, foreign investments, things of that nature, it's not really going to demean the wealth of the overall public. It might even uplift the public, you know what I'm saying? It's just like um, it's just like a whole family that that are farmers, um, instead of, like, selling their crops all for, like, individual bids, actually bringing them together and making a larger force, you know, like a firm or something. It's crazy, man. It's very crazy. I mean, I don't know about most of these folks, but it's crazy. Yeah, they don't, they don't, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they don't understand the fundamentals of a lot of these basic government systems that people talk about, especially socialism and whatnot. They think that nobody's going to be able to get paid good money if you choose socialist government, and that entirely depends on the government itself, the sociological background of the people and the environment that they live in. It's totally different, you know? I mean, yeah, a communist um, Russia isn't anywhere near like communist um, China, is it? No. No. no exactly, no. but people want to draw these polarities, and they don't really know how fucking stupid they sound, honestly. Yeah, that's true. We... We do not realize this, that we do practice socialism in this country, you know. Uh, for instance, we got a library. What is it? Free, right? Free to everyone. Yeah. Ain't that part of socialism? I mean, y'all, people don't think. They don't, they sweep it. You know, uh, free clinic. You know, go get checked up. Wouldn't that be part of socialism? I mean, y'all say, oh, it's all bad, but I mean, I didn't think the library was bad to get information for free. I don't know. Exactly. Or go or go get a little simple flu shot at the free clinic. And people I, just I know it's, I mean it's just like you know when you get into the automobile business, you don't make profits um off of selling parts of a car to somebody. You make profits off of selling the entire car to somebody, you know? That's right. Oh no, a lot of people are sitting here trying to use socialism just like they did back in the fifties with Mr. Nick uh, what's his name? McCartney, he was sitting there calling everyone a communist. They're communists, you know. It was a communist scare back in the 50s. And a lot of people, Hollywood stars, if, if you made a disagreement, they would put you on the list. And you couldn't do anything, basically. You might as well say, man, you was in prison. You couldn't leave out the country. You couldn't get certain things taken care of because you was on this list. And 
they trying to throw off all the socialism, especially with the health care, because one reason they're doing it is because if you make it where any, everyone can get taken care of, there's two reasons. A lot of people sit here and worry about fear. A lot of people sit here worrying about, well, we got too many people here in America, and we start having everyone do this, you know, getting free stuff, that means they get to live longer, then they eat up all the, take up all the resources, like the food and the money and all this other bullshit. And you got a lot of people that's greedy, like the health care practice that's going on in this country. You know, all these companies out here with this health care insurance stuff, they worry about you like, oh, oh, we want to take care of you and stuff, but you got to pay us so much money. But if you get really sick, uh, we can't cover that. And if you got it where it's all level off, Level, I mean level, free basically. Oh, it ain't gonna be no purpose for them. They be obsolete because you don't have to go to them. Now McCain wants to talk about where you can get health insurance from other states at a lower cost, but it's all gonna be a hustle. You know what I'm saying? It's a bunch of drug dealers making a hustle. He's trying to break that in. So I don't know about y'all after trying to listen, trying to be like, well, is that true? No, look it up. I'm not lying about it. You can listen to his own policies. If you watch CNN, and this, you know, they do have sound bites and stuff, but you can get the whole thing on YouTube usually with his policies about health care. He wants to basically break it down where a person from another state can go get some insurance. You know, let's say I'm in North Carolina and the insurance is too high, I might go to South Carolina. But that don't mean you're going to get the same type of coverage. You, it's going to be kind of tricky. So you got to be careful about that. A lot of people say, oh, yeah, 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 but I saw people – at my place where people come in here, they 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 thinking about, well, how am I supposed to do something? Am I supposed to make a choice as far as should I cut off my telephone service where I can't get any help if I have to call 911 or anything like that or need to get my medicine to get checked up for an appointment or should I just go ahead and uh, forget about my medicine that I need for my, uh, you know, for my uh, heart? People are making debates about that, and that's very bad. This country's gone to the shithole when it comes to taking care of our own people. We're willing to take care of people from other countries that have oil, but we're not willing to take care of our own people. And we gotta, we got to think about that. A lot of people say, well, I don't need to take care of no more, but you, someone takes care of you regardless. Uh, I mean, like, I ain't saying they got to live in the house with you, but people work. Most people work here. So let's say you might say, well, someone doesn't take care of me. But you get a check. They gave you that check. They gave you a job. Or a person say, well, they work for me. Well, if those people don't work for you, how are you making income? Someone's taking care of you one cycle or one way. You get what I'm saying? No one's not truly independent when it comes to taking care. But we, we got to put ourselves in a higher position because we've got a lot of stuff that's going on that needs to be taken care of. But I don't know about most of y'all folks out there. It's, it's getting very, very bad, very bad. And y'all sit here and play around and not do your part as far as voting, you're going to find out the hard way. And a lot of people say one vote don't count, but you might think that everything counts one way or another. When you don't vote, that counts. And people don't realize that, Mr. LeVon. <laughs> It's crazy. 
But I got something else for you. I'm going to read this article right here, and it's called uh, McCain says that Obama is in with the oil companies. And you ain't going to believe this shit when I pull this up now. It's loading up. Uh, I'm about to read y'all something that's totally some bullshit, in my opinion. And I'll tell you why in a second. Okay, Biden says GOP ticket has economic policies upside down. If you don't know who Joe Biden is, that's Barack Obama's vice president running mate. Senator Joe Biden say Thursday that the Republican ticket has its economic priorities upside down, pointing to news of shrinking GDP and record quarterly profits for ExxonMobil Corporation. Here, the entire economy of America is shrinking, and the oil companies won. In fact, made the largest profit in its history in a quarter, Biden said at a rally in Arnold, Missouri. Ladies and gentlemen, what more evidence do we need that the ExxonMobil of the world don't need a tax break, he asked. Speaking to supporters in a half-empty high school gym, that $4 billion should go to the middle class taxpayers, people who need the money. John McCain and Governor Sarah Palin have this upside down. They literally have it upside down. ExxonMobil set a quarterly profit record for a U.S. company Thursday, saying its third quarter net profit was $14.83 billion. McCain on Thursday used the news of the company's record profits to cast Senator Barack Obama as a candidate working on the side oil industry. Senator Obama voted for billions in corporation giveaways to the oil companies. I voted against it. When I'm president, we're not going to let that happen, he said in Defiance, Ohio. McCain voted against the 2005 Bush-Cheney energy bill while Obama voted for it. During the primary season, Obama defended his vote, saying it was the best that we could do right now, given the markup of, given the makeup of Congress. The Obama campaign brushed off McCain's charges, saying that Senator McCain is the only one in this race who wants to give $4 billion in tax breaks to the oil companies like Exxon. Senator Obama wants to invest renewable energy and give tax breaks to 95% of the workers and their families, while Senator McCain's plan provides no tax relief for more than a million or more than 100 million Americans, say Obama campaign spokesman Tommy Venture. Uh, later in his Ohio rally, McCain called on Joe the Plumber to stand up. Joe with us today. Joe, where are you? Where Joe? Is Joe here with us today? Joe? I thought you were here today, McCain say doing the rally. McCain A say that Joe Rutzebacker, also known as Joe the Plumber, will appear with the Republican presidential candidate at his event in Defiance. But reached at home, uh Rutzebacker say that, you know, uh it was news to him that he was supposed to be at the McCain rally. And somebody well, he said nobody from the McCain campaign confirmed he was attending the event and called the incident a miscommunication. 
contacted by CNN a second time. Joe the Plumber said that the campaign only called him to confirm after the event in question already took place. Uh, Joe the Plumber also said that he'd gotten an initial call about a, coming to the morning rally, but no one called him back to confirm. He was not happy that McCain had called out his name and he wasn't there. Joe the Plumber later joined McCain at the event in Sandusky. He also appeared later with John McCain at the event and mentor. Meanwhile, Obama on Thursday continued to try to link McCain to President Bush, telling voters that they want to know where the Republicans would drive the economy. Just look in the rearview mirror. When it comes to economic policy, John McCain has the right has been right next to George Bush. He's been sitting there in the passenger seat, ready to take over every step of the way. Obama said in Sarah. Sarasota, Florida. Obama says Bush administration policies have driven our economy into a ditch. His remarks continue a theme from his new campaign at Rearview Mirror. The ad says that McCain, if elected, will continue Bush fails policies. And it goes on basically saying, you know, it, the economy's fucked up, and McCain's trying to sit there and blame it on, on uh, Obama saying, well, he did this and did that. Before I even go ahead and start this, I want everyone to know you can call in and voice your opinion at 646-716-7911. The lines are all open. The chat rooms are available. I'm going to go ahead and toss this back up to Mr. LeBron. What do you think about McCain blaming Obama about the oil prices? I think it's a little hilarious. Um, since both sides naturally have had links to big oil, as they like to use the term, when they talk about politics and whatnot. So shifting the blame doesn't resolve the problem here, you know? It yeah, doesn't resolve right. the problem at all. Yeah, you, you notice in the article, Obama admitted that he did vote that way. You know, he gave his reasons or whatever. And McCain trying to play it off, oh, I didn't do it. But, you know, I'll let you know, you know when Hillary in the primaries was talking about giving tax breaks to the to the oil companies, McCain was agreeing with her. Now, what type of shit is that? Now, he's trying to say he's looking out for us, but he, he turned around and was agreeing about giving tax breaks. And you, you heard what they were making in this last quarter, $14.85 billion, highest in history. Exxon now, Exxon. Now, I don't know about y'all. I don't know if they, uh, I don't, I I wouldn't give them no damn break. They 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 are making way beyond their means. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They profit. They didn't say you know. Uh, I mean, this is probably this is probably what they get after they take care of operation costs. What's left over? I mean, it's, it's just, but the thing is, I think it's bullshit. From what I read from um any wars from Robert Zubrin, he's a physical well, not physical, but. Uh, He's a nuclear physicist. He also wrote some books about if we ever went to Mars. True true books. He's like, what would it take to get to Mars if we ever had to go there? What type of stuff you need? Anyway, he was talking about energy wars, how we are stuck on being caught up with the foreign markets, like being over there, depending on Saudi Arabia and these other countries that's uh, in some trouble. That's, you know, hot zones, you know, got issues with that people, how we're 
putting our investment in a shaky area as far as giving them money to get their oil, there's no guarantees that they can give it to us if they're in a major war. That's why prices shoot up like that. Because right now, you notice they ain't been talking about the Middle East. Like, they ain't really been talking about the oil. The only thing we know is gas is going down. But even Barack Obama pointed out that people don't get caught sleeping because we still need to work on this energy thing. Because a lot of people are not really talking about, well, we need to keep working. Barack brought that back up. Now, I hope that he keeps his word as far as making that happen because a lot of people want to sleep on this. They think, well, gas is going down. I mean, shit, it's still high in my opinion. Gas, when I started driving, was like 89 cents, 89 cents, 99 cents. My dad told me gas used to cost like maybe 20 cents a gallon when he was my age. Very cheap. But it's not like that anymore. It's $2 and something. A lot of people think, oh, that's a relief. But that ain't shit, really. I mean, we've really been spoiled. This country has been spoiled for a minute when dealing with this energy policy because people in other areas like Europe and stuff, gas is $8 a gallon. But they got a great massive uh, mass transit system. And in the South, let's just be honest, Mr. LeVon, we ain't even like that down here in the South. They really do need to work on that. If it's not the oil, man, if we're trying to come up with our own oil, we do need to work on lines going throughout the south as well, too. I know they got railroads, but they don't have things like subways and stuff like they do up north. I know people sound that sounds crazy, but we could make it happen if we wanted to, you know what I mean? Yeah. And a lot of people just want to dig up in their asses. Now, well, McCain, he's really digging in his ass because he sat there and saying, you can, y'all can look this up. You look up around the time when Hillary brought up tax uh, breaks for oil companies to relieve the gas problem. But if you want to cut tax, like uh, give them tax breaks, cut the taxes on federal highways, and people are like, you can't do that because you need that money for maintaining the roads and stuff, and these workers need to get money, because that's where they get their money from. You see those guys out there doing construction on the roads and stuff, they, that's where they get their money. So if you give them tax breaks, someone's going to get fired. So where, like I say, if you do one thing, something else on the other end is going to happen. There's an equal and opposite reaction. So a lot of people got to realize that. Now, I believe from what they were saying from the book, like I was saying, Robert Zubrin was saying, Barack Obama did vote for a policy where we can make a mandate on having cars run off more than one fuel. Mandate. I ain't talking about no voluntary mandate. You got to do it by a certain time, but no one else will sponsor it. And, I, and you can go pick up this book. It's called Robert Zubrin. and brought up Hillary Clinton and brought up Barack Obama about this issue. She wanted to go ahead with the ethanol production thing like they got in Brazil. A lot of people are like, well, you cut it into corn and stuff, but these people are using different things. And even if we didn't want to use our stuff, we can get our stuff from Brazil. I know that sounds fucked up, what we're still dealing with a foreign, policy, a foreign country, but Brazil don't have all those issues like they do over in the Middle East. You always hear something going on in the Middle East, usually. Right now, they ain't been talking about the only thing the news has been covering is just the election. They don't want to talk about what's going on in the Middle East because I bet it's got a lot of shit going on. Don't let it fool you. More likely, if you want to listen to other news from other countries, uh, go to, uh, what's it called? Is it BBC? Mm-hmm. Go there. Go check that out or go to Blueburn 
where they talk about the money markets because anything dealing with war and stuff, that's going to affect your money. As you see right now, it's affecting our money. We're spending $10 billion a month in Iraq. And we've been there, what, five years? So you calculate that shit up. That's money that could have been in our pocket. And I don't know about you. I'm tired. I'm tired our country had to fight wars for other people. If they don't want us there, they don't want us there. We need to stop sticking our noses up in people's business. We need to start getting our stuff together, making sure that we take care of ourselves. And if someone asks us for help, I don't see no problem in that. But you got to show that you really want us to help you because we're not going to fight your war for you. That's how our policy should be. We'll be there to negotiate, talk to you, do some peace accords like Jimmy Carter did with Israel and Palestine, something like that, no problem. You know, peace. Peace is good for everyone. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Here, fighting your wars for you, you don't really want to fight? Hell no. We need to get off that shit. You need to talk to y'all people. And a lot of people say, well, we're trying to free them. Motherfuckers are having parades. Mr. LeVon saw this. You saw this, Mr. LeVon, right, the other day? Or was, uh... It might have been Mr. 910. We saw a parade that they were trying to uh, protest and parade downtown in Iraq. Baghdad, it was just like, come on, man. We don't want y'all here. Leave America. Leave. Now, if they want us so bad, why do y'all be in parade? Come on, leave. It don't add up. Anyway, I'm going to go to the next one here. It's called McCain supporter James T. Harris gets a pissy fit and leaves CNN. If you don't know who James T. Harris is, he's basically a radio show host out west, and he is a conservative and he's a Republican, and he he really wants McCain in. And I'm gonna let you listen to the clip, and Mr. Levon's gonna talk about this. Mr. Levon was rolling when he saw this clip, but I'm gonna go ahead and play it for y'all. Now, it's a seven-minute clip. Just sit tight and listen to it. Well, let's talk with James T. Harris about this. He joins us live from Milwaukee. We've also got Shelly Winter with us here in Atlanta. Great to have you both. Uh, James, I, I want to start with you. It's been almost a week now. Are you still getting hammered by the black community and getting all this hate mail? Absolutely. How you doing, Kara? I, um, listen... This has been six days, and I've lost, like, about 12 pounds. I feel great. This is like, I'm in the kill you Sambo diet. You've been getting some pretty vile emails, and it's even stuff that's made your daughter cry. Yes. Um, you know, actually, I've, uh, there's hundreds of emails a day. At, at first it was hot and heavy, but the good news is that the Calvary has arrived. Uh, ever since the uh, my appearance with CNN before, and, I, and that, uh, we won't talk about that, but... Uh, people have been coming to my defense, so now it's kind of like even with the hate mail, maybe uh, a little bit more positive mail than he, uh, hate mail. So it's it's um, it's just sort of a crazy period of time, but obviously I struck a chord. Well, Shelley, do you think it's unfair the way uh, James has been treated and the fact that he's been getting such, uh, I mean, it's pretty cruel, some let, of these let emails. Let me say this, I've seen me say this Kara. Um, I'm an African-American conservative as well. I just happen to support Barack Obama. Um, I repudiate anybody that would call James out of his name because of his uh, political views. Uh, where I think James is sold out, I think James is sold out on his principles as a conservative. 
Uh, actually, you know, James calls himself a conservative, but he supports the, less, the least conservative candidate that the Republican Party can put up for the presidency. That's the first thing. The second thing, he's supporting a candidate in John McCain who has voted for the least Republican and conservative administration that has ever walked the face of the earth, which is the Bush administration. We've had grown uh, uh, increase in spending, which is non-conservative. We've had an increase in government trust in our stop, life, stop, which is non-conservative. Can I finish talking, sir? No, you and can't. We've had, so we've had, non, we've had a non-conservative administration, and here's a guy that has sold out his conservatism, not his race. I mean, I, I, have, I, have, no, I have no parts with that, because the fact of the matter is, if you're, the same people that are calling him Uncle Tom and all these names are the same black people who say they don't vote for Barack Obama because he's black. All right. So that's neither here nor there, but the fact okay. is, this guy has sold out his conservatism. i got to give James a chance. James, uh, you know, he's saying he sold out your conservative. Please lay it out how you believe you have not done that. James, go ahead. I am sick to death of the word sellout, and uh, the guests just don't use it about seven or eight times. Listen, let me make this perfectly clear. I am not saying that Senator John McCain is a conservative. I am a conservative. Senator John McCain happens to be my candidate, and I have a better chance of pulling him over to my position as a moderate Republican than I do a liberal socialist. It's as simple as that. I would really appreciate it if people would just back up off of the name calling because it gets nowhere in the dialogue. Okay, let me say this. Right now, right now, I'm telling you right now. Right now, hold on. That's okay. Just let James go ahead and make your point, James. Listen, here's what I'm telling you. When I'm tired of coming on this station and getting this type of treatment. I told you before I came on, I'm all for back and forth. I'm all for dialogue, but I'm not for name calling. You have never, outside of calling someone a liberal or socialist, what they are, I don't call people who vote for Barack Obama names. That is their choice. I am making my choice as a free American, and I'm sick to death of liberals coming on bashing me because of my choice as a man. First of all, I am a man that can make a choice, and I am sick and tired of people bleeding all over me because they're of their insecurities. First, you are first insecure, of all, man. First, first, first of all, tell me what I am. First of all, sir. First of all, no, let me say nothing. I'm okay. done. All right. oh, wow. I'm done. Well, Kira, let me say this. Let, All me, right. let me say this. The, the fact of the matter is the insult is leveled at me when you call me a liberal, first of all. But second of all, let me say this to Mr. Harris. The fact of the matter is he's supporting the worst leader. That's, we're looking for a leader now. The American people is looking for a leader. They're looking for a leader. We're looking for FDR. We're looking for Abraham Lincoln. We're looking for Ronald Reagan. We're looking for John F. Kennedy. We don't care about party right now. This ship is not right. And right now, the only person that seems able to correct this ship is a leader like Barack Obama. Right now, government has failed us. Republicans and Democrats have failed us. So right now, I don't care what party affiliation you have. I don't care whether you're a liberal, a Democrat, a Republican, a conservative. Right now, I'm looking for a leader. And a campaign that John McCain has run to date has not been leadership quality. So that's all I was trying to say to James Harris. I mean, yeah, you know, no, he I wants wish to he'd run away. Back. I, I wish he'd come back because I really wanted to talk about two things. I wanted him to be able to respond and for us to have a, you know, a smart, mature conversation about that issue of conservatism. Uh, and, and now I do want to ask you a question about race, and I wish I could get James to weigh in on this, and I don't know if our folks there in Milwaukee could bring him back. Um, I told him I wanted to talk about this issue as, as well as talk about it with you. Uh, Jerry uh, McKenzie, you know, the, the union leader, uh, older white man, came forward, gave this powerful speech uh, to white union families. Uh, matter of fact, we had to, to add in a, a number of bleeps. I want you to listen to the speech he made uh, to, to voters who were coming to him saying, we 
black man. So he came forward and said, this is crazy. Let me tell you why. Let's take a listen. Sure. This doesn't even come out in code. It comes out like this. I can't vote for him because he's a black man. He's not one of us. Well, sisters and brothers, when you hear that, you know what you ought to say? This is what I say. That is That is total, absolute What do you make of that, Shelley? Well, the fact of the matter is if we look historically, those union workers have not really historically ever voted for a Democratic candidate. So to now say that it's because he's black, I mean, those union voters in 1980 voted for Ronald Reagan. So it wasn't because, uh, obviously it wasn't because Jimmy Carter was black. So I, I, I hesitate, and one of the things that I, I have a problem with during this election, I hesitate to point to race as the end-all, be-all for reasons why certain people won't vote for, vote for a certain candidate, uh, particularly if historically union voters, the, the blue-collar voters, particularly white males, uh, have not turned to the Democratic candidate historically. Uh, we look at Ohio, we look at Pennsylvania, John Kerry didn't get a lot of these voters. Al Gore didn't get a lot of these voters. So to say now that these voters are not supporting Barack Obama and this guy, I mean, I, I'm not saying that Mr. McEntee is lying. I'm just saying that historically uh, the Democratic candidate did not get these voters. So I'm, I'm a little less quick to say that it's because he's black. Shelly Winter, I appreciate your time. I wish James Harris would have stayed with us. Uh, well, you know. We might be able to, might be able to uh, Those insecure get... men with two earrings, they'll always run. Oh, no, Shelly, Shelly, Shelly. Shame on you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Wow. That was some shit right there, was it not, Mr. LeBron? Oh, definitely, man. What did you think about that? Now, I know you already saw it, but what did, what did you think about it? I think it was a classic example of mature conversations in politics gone horribly wrong, especially considering that not only did the guy who ends up calling Harris, what, selling his soul out to the Republican Party or something of that nature, I mean, he, he comes off as a total dickhead in my opinion because he makes himself appear superior to him. And I love the kind of convert, um, conversations that he has because it's almost like uh, making a bunch of euphemisms or, in other words, signifying a person, which is pretty much critiquing them, criticizing them, being really smart-alecky, if you will, without the other person really actually realizing it. And anybody who isn't really savvy to those kinds of situations isn't really going to be able to catch it. But that dude totally just knew his um, whole perspective on politics was the right way. So Harris must have been fundamentally, you know, skewed in some manner. And then what I really didn't like about Harris's situation, because there are a lot of um, African-American conservative Republicans who will be voting for McCain, it's not really as racialized as it has become for a lot of people in our community or in other communities. Um, one of the things I found most ironic about the situation was that instead of remaining a mature individual when this ignorance happened and quite cogently rebuttaling his own statements, he pretty much fell for it and allowed the guy to portray him as an immature individual instead of, I mean, hell, what are you, what are you doing now? You're, you're in politics now. You're talking about serious issues here. Anybody's going to say shit about you. Look what they say about the presidents and whatnot. Oh, hell, who doesn't get um, threatening messages nowadays for saying certain things? I mean, you could be you could be saying, oh, let everybody in the world live or everybody should 
you know, have free health care and people are threatening to kill you or something like that. So automatically getting up and walking away from a serious debate like this, when you really have the chance to prove yourself, not really show doesn't really show any maturity in my opinion. Honestly, if I was thrown with that situation, I would have simply pointed out the fact that me um, choosing to vote for somebody of my um, candidacy rather than not voting at all is the best choice, you know? Yeah, I agree I mean, with you. Know, we don't we don't always have to agree with all the policies of the people that represent our um particular candidacy, you know. I don't we I don't per se always endorse some of the ideas that Obama has or any of the other presidential candidates who a Democrats had, but I still respect them as individuals and I'm pretty sure that because they are Democrats as well and have the same fundamental beliefs that I have as a Democrat, they could probably be brought close to my um, own opinions. But then that's the problem right there. It's like, are you really getting somebody, are you really electing somebody to change them, or are you really choosing to re- um, elect somebody because you know they will represent you as an individual the best, you know? Yeah, yeah I agree you showing it. I just thought it was crazy. I mean, like, it was a good, it was looking like it was going to be a good debate. Like, I don't feel like talking. Y'all heard me. I mean, motherfucker, if you've been on CNN, you know, some liberal show. I mean, you got to realize CNN is pretty liberal. I mean, they try to put Republicans. They're not all crazy like Fox, where it's strictly up your ass conservative. But, you know, they try to get the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, if they've been getting on you every time you got on the fucking show, why do you accept? <laughs> if you're not willing to defend what you believe, you gotta be willing to defend what you believe. I know, and that's what was most um, ironic about the situation. I'm like, hell, he's talking about him selling his soul out for not choosing a conservative candidate. Hell, he didn't choose the conservative candidate. That's the only one the Republicans have because their system of choosing a presidential candidate is far different from the Democrats. You know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and, and as, as we said before, it's total ludicrousy, um, ludicrous, um, totally ludicrous in my opinion, to not vote at all for a person of your party than instead to go ahead and go to the other side. I mean, honestly, in that perspective, perhaps that will be selling your soul out because, hell, Obama sure as hell isn't um, very uh, liberal. I mean, how's it, how's it go? Conservative? Yeah, he's a big spender too. Yeah, that's true. And now we've been seeing a lot of that shit going on quite a minute as far as people uh, trying to sit there and say they, they're they not going to vote for Barack because he's black. I'd rather go vote for McCain. That's a sellout right there. They deliberately say that. They have people out here saying that. If I don't know, I might just go vote, vote for this person. Okay, you do what you got to do, motherfucker. That's how I see it. Because I think if you want to vote out of ignorance, well... I I don't know. Something, you fucked up, man. That's what I say, in my opinion. But, with, well, you know, I digress on here. But like I was saying, with that guy, I don't know. I don't know what was going on. I just think he needed us to shake, you know, be a man, step it up. Don't get fucked up, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I, agree, with, I agree with you, LeVon, on that shit right there, cause I was like, LeVon, I got something for you, and you was like, what? And you were like, what the hell? <laughs> but the thing about the other issue that they had on top of when that guy left, they were talking about how 
people were saying they weren't going to vote for Brock when he was black. And you heard what the guy was saying. What did you think about that? I thought it was kind of funny. I think it was really a face-saving maneuver because he had totally made himself look like an elitist asshole the whole time he was talking, you know. And that's been one of the main problems of the Obama campaign is that the way the media has portrayed Obama is that he's somebody who's so out of touch with the people he claims to represent that he might not be the best candidate for him. And the way the guy presented himself up there and then tried to throw in this bipartisan argument right at the end after the guy walks off and doesn't have any say whatsoever or any chance to respond to his statements, although that is on part Harrison's um, Harris's fault as well, still, I mean, that was just one of those moments where you just get as many cheap punches in as possible. It's like, hell, you've got the guy in the corner. He's running away from you, so you're going to get him exposed as much as possible. Yeah, and that's I know that's the whole routine. Yeah, I'm talking about like after he left and they didn't have nothing to go on other than what we was talking about. You, you told me to look up about on YouTube about black people. Well, not black people, but people are not voting for Barack because he's a black man. And the man addressed it on his on the. It was a white man that addressed it to in front of. Oh, there. Black people. Oh, yeah, that. Okay, I got you now. Okay, I thought you were talking about the other shit the guy saying. Oh, oh that yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> I think um, I think that just goes to show in this situation because I love hearing it in these classes that people love talking about now. Ever since the candidacy is um, supposedly made history and whatnot, you know they keep saying we've transcended race. Race doesn't exist anymore, and it's so it's so amusing to me because I'm like you're not teaching this in um, textbooks in all these different schools in every fucking city of this country. When you do that, then we can say that shit doesn't exist anymore. But until then, um, I'm going to trust my instincts. I mean, even Darwin's theory of evolution itself had some racialized conceptions, and a lot of people aren't aware of that because they don't learn for themselves. There's so many things in this world that have these racist undertones in our legacy as a country. So many things that have been founded, and now that we apparently are breaking it, but then again, it's the whole glass half full thing, you know? It's talking about, hey, is Obama really black, or is he just white? And I mean, it's, what side are you voting for? Are you voting for the white side of Obama or the black side of Obama when it comes to it for those people? I liked what the guy said, though, because it, race really is bullshit in many cases, just like gender was bullshit during the time of you know Queen Elizabeth back then. It's like as long as you have the um, properties and the abilities as an individual to lead your country or assume whatever responsibility you have, then you're qualified for it. Race, gender, all those kinds of um, issues, religion, those shouldn't be qualifications for um, leadership skills when it comes to certain things like this, especially in a country that's supposedly, what, separated um, from church and state, although although the church is very important in America, it isn't supposed to be the ruling factor because all we'll have is a capitalist Britain. Yeah. It's, it's crazy than cat shit, man. When, you know, like you were saying before, I talked to black people themselves, and that's what I'm talking about. A lot of y'all sleeping on this shit. A lot of white people sleeping themselves. Don't let these uh, people get you fucked up in the head thinking, well, you know, since McCain's white, and I'm white. We got something in common. He's going to look out for me because that's not the real case here. Because it don't matter if you're white or not. The, the real color is green. 
That's what they think yeah. about and that money. But some people are like, well, I don't know. Barack's a Muslim. Like, what is that supposed to mean if he's a Muslim or not? I mean, he's really a Christian. I mean, you can look up this information. The man's a Christian. He went to a Muslim school when he was a little kid, you know, preparatory school like someone might go to a Catholic school to learn private school. So what? I mean, he's a Muslim. I mean, he's a Muslim. Are you really just saying he's a nigga? Is that what you're trying to say? I mean, let's be real. Because even Colin Powell says, what does that got to do with anything? He's a Muslim and he runs for president. What is that? What's that supposed to mean? He don't love God or something? I mean, you can have an atheist up there run for president. What's that supposed to mean? Yeah, I got to start thinking. I mean, come on now. I mean, that I, I always point this out to people. People tell me, well, Barack's a Muslim. I should vote for myself, but you voted for George Bush, and look where we're at now. And he's he supposed to be a Christian, right? He supposed to be all with God. You know how he was always saying it close to the election. He want to be doing what God told him to do because God told him to cause this war and stuff like this. And look where it got us. And he's a Christian. So what, look, look what it gets. Don't go off to all this religious stuff because really we need to separate the religion from uh, from the state anyway. A lot of people are trying to manipulate you using church and stuff. Not all churches are like that. I like churches that are going to let you think on your own. I don't like the ones that tell you things to try to deceive you because I saw a lot of churches do that. And one lady asked mm-hmm. me about church. Why don't you uh, go to uh, most these churches on some bullshit and be honest with you? Especially when it comes to politics and stuff. It's different when y'all say, you know, vote for the right person in your opinion. This is the facts, like how we give you facts. But don't sit there and brainwash people. Oh, he's a Muslim. He wants to kill all your babies. Shit like that. Don't do not do those shit like that. Please don't, people who listen to Because you got to cut that shit out because that shit going to come back and get you. But... Let's go to the next one, Mr. Luan. Hey, we got a caller, man. We got a caller? Yeah. Go ahead. Private. Go ahead and bring him on. All right. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, hello. Can you hear me? Hey, welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm all right. How are you? I'm all right myself. Just chilling, trying to explain things. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Wadi Asahi, Japan. Wow. That's what's up. What you guys yeah. about the, the whole situation with the politics that's going on right now? Well, uh, just to let you clue you in on a little bit, I left America when Bush was elected, so I've been out of America for about seven years now. Wow. Oh, years. <laughs> but um, I need to let you know that um, you're playing their game. You ain't playing your own game, and it's not a game that Americans want to play because it's the game of losers. You're playing the game of the Dems and the Repubs, the two-party system. And if you think if you think I'm joking and I don't know what I'm talking about, let me take you way, way back to the to the year of 2008, to the month of October, when they was voting on the bailout. Now, if either one of those, the Dems or the Republicans, were different, then one of them would have voted different. Maybe one of them would have voted for the American people, but both of them voted the same. So you're voting for, whether it's Barack Obama or John McCain, you're voting for more of the same. Albert Einstein once said insanity is doing the same thing 
over and over again and expecting different results. So my question is, are Americans insane? Well, that's a good question. I mean, we do a lot of crazy shit in this country, only in America. Well, and you continue to do it if you vote for Barack Obama or you vote for John McCain. Because Barack Obama, as well, voted to hand your money over to criminals, voted to enslave the next generation and the generation after that to the, bail, to the bankers and to high-money elitists. Now, to say he's not an elitist, well, I mean, that's speculative, and that, you know, that's opinionated. But he definitely voted to give your money to a criminal, to criminals, businesses that were failing because of criminal practices. Now, you're going to tell me that voting for him is the best thing for America? Americans have been fluoridated, chemicalized, and dumbed down. They're too stupid to know their asses from their elbow. Well, that's why we're trying to wake them up. We appreciate your call, callers. I'm sure you do. I'm All sure right. you do. Yeah, but nothing to... Wow. What do you think, Mr. LeBron? Um... Anyway, uh, the main point here, I think he missed the whole gist of the conversation in the first place. This was not to, per se, advocate for a specific party whatsoever. I think in our simple debates, we've been sitting here pointing out a lot of the flaws on both sides of the party and the main issues that we have here. Um, I think it was kind of funny that this guy couldn't cite any information that he mentioned, which sounded more so like a bunch of conspiracy theories, which have been in the past used numerous times. And everybody knows, I mean, you're an idiot. Forget insane if you're doing the same thing over. You're just a fucking idiot. I mean, come on now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're aware, folks, that Barack did vote for the bailout, and McCain vote for the bailout, too. I mean, we understand that. It's a two-part. I know, and I like the choice of words when people talk about criminals. What kind of criminals? People that are trying to change their lives now after they've served their term in prison, things of that nature? Or are we talking about immigrants who want the American dream in a country that's capitalist? It was kind of funny, too, because I remember um, I had a very interesting discussion with somebody who was a capitalist um, one time, and he was talking about his family was immigrants. And he talked about a lot of the stigmas against Mexicans, for instance in um, American country, and they talked about how Mexicans are all stealing our jobs for cheaper prices and getting mad about it. Yeah, that's, that's they're, um, shit. I know. It sounds, I know it's fucked up, but here's the thing. America's a capitalist country. In other words, we're competitive. The people that work the hardest, the people that get the best deals, for them, less money, more hours, more time to work, it's better than um, the high, the, what is it, the ridiculously high um, wages that some of these people want for shit that they don't even deserve in many cases. Look at our fucking NBA players, our football players that get paid millions of dollars, and look at the teachers who struggle on a basic, I mean, a basic, what, 40-hour job? Yeah. I mean, come it's on crazy. now. It's, it's about, that exactly. right, it's about, it's that about competition in America. So when we want to talk about immigrants and criminals, I think we better be a lot more clear of what we're saying because one thing I don't appreciate is when people come up and they start objectifying different situations or objectifying entire demographics of people. That's like us coming up here and talking about all white people or all black people or all Japanese or anything. And I happen to be a multiracial individual who's black, Puerto Rican, Indian, French, and Japanese, ironically. Um, my whole point is we need to be careful of what we're saying. Make sure we have the right evidence. 
Yeah, that's true, folks. That's true. If you're going to call up here, make sure you bring your facts up on this motherfucker. Because me and Mr. LeBron do our research. I ain't going to lie. I mean, y'all can stretch your opinion and stuff, but when y'all, y'all saying y'all stuff like y'all do, like that one caller, like I say, I mean, I vote for Barack, but I ain't saying he's innocent. No one's innocent. Again, like, I, you know, no, these people are not God, you know. I look at it like this. I vote for the less evil. But the real thing is about the whole system, it, it, well, well, what's his name, Washington, he didn't believe in having a split party. You know, I know a lot of people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, this ain't no history class, but, you know, today I really do need to know the fucking facts. Well, uh, President Washington, first president, he was like, man, be careful of that shit. You know, don't try to split no parties, but also stay out of foreign affairs. Then some of that shit does stay a little bit relevant. I mean, you do want to know what's around you. So we used to be an isolationist country. But the thing is, if you start sticking your nose in everyone's business and telling them what to do, just when you start having enemies. But with the caller calling in, being away, and people being asleep, like I said, people been asleep a long time. This is longer. It's probably during Kennedy's time. People been asleep. But you only got a few that's awake. This is LeVon's wake. I'm awake. You got the people that think outside the box. But we're sitting here trying to inform you of both sides as far as what's going on. Now, a lot of folks sit here, and they might have these issues. They might think we're talking crazy as cat shit, but... We're really telling the truth. We really don't want to sit here and lie to no one. We don't have time to be lying. And we're just going to leave it like that. Now, we're about to take a break here for a second. You know, get your minds retuned. I know some of y'all got to go take a piss break because I got to take one myself. <laughs> but uh, we're about to tune you up with some more music. And y'all just stay put. Do not do anything. Don't be fucking up or anything. What's not? And we just want to get your minds right. Stay tuned. What? Back to back fences with the wild gremlins. Gordier style lenses. Talents in the 40 cal. This is life now. Let me find out. You want the lifestyle of mine. No pal of mine, running with goons with night wounds from jail time. Got the squad looking like tycoon. We all shine while we poly with the flies, mommy. On 25th Street, watch a honey in the Lex do it. I'm in the 16 with the 12 next to it. You wanna stick me, then put your best to it. A die black, we see you in a law kingdom. You try that, check the fly cat 2.5, multiply that. Cash rules on my arm, I flash shoes and tattoos. You can look, but don't touch me, bad news. I'm ever give me. Elegancy, treasury, with the hopes to be rich before they bury me. Corner Baptist, but moved on a higher practice. My fire ashes, only max I interact with. We all dons, strong arm, a long con. But if it's war, we on coming for niggas who force me wrong. Select features, sit back, connect the pieces, inject the thesis. Spoke to my pops and left me speechless. He saw me sprout, going through worlds that wore me out. Never call me out, bitches and money. That's what we all about, through all about, landed here. Beach houses with the chandelier, me and my crew, mad cans of beers, coping. Live vibes, still eyes open, it's clear. Presidential suites at the Tangier. How you living on your block? Mine's is hot. How you living?
living on your block I got it locked What's going down on your side? Who got shot? Same shit, Doug Yeah, all right, I'll meet you up top Yo, it's hard to shake this feeling that I might get knocked Done, you know we don't stop We can't close up shop
Look, I can't say y'all fucking relate to this dude. I mean, it seems like he's trying to get his hustle because it's kind of funny that Mr. LeBron brought up that this country's made out of capitalism, you know, a hustle. Basically, that's what it is, trying to get your hustle on. This dude just got his hustle on. Went to a Barack Obama uh, rally, then turned around with McCain, and somehow someone said, let's put him on the spot because he seemed like he got an interesting story. And he even showed up to McCain's thing. I don't know. Uh, we, I read an article he said it's a miscommunication, but I don't know, man. I, I'm thinking if he's from McCain, wouldn't he be dead all the way? What's your thoughts, Mr. LeVon? What did you say? About Joe the Plumber. If he's supposed to be a supporter of John McCain, and they put all this stuff on him, why he didn't go to the damn meeting? Oh, that's um, that's just one of those damn ploys that the political parties do all the time. I mean, they already revealed that um, Joe the Plumber was sort of a, what is it, um, sort of a political ploy for Obama, and then the McCain party tried to use him. So it's just a bunch of nonsense. I mean, the whole Colin Powell thing about him switching parties, too. I mean, it's nice, it's wonderful that he's endorsing Obama. But let's face the facts here. This dude wants a job. His term's over with. He didn't do very good um, under the Bush administration. So, hell, it's just like that right now. Uh, we got a caller, Mr. Levine. Let's see who that is. I don't know what number is triple zero. Hey, are you on right now? Caller, are you there? Caller, are you there? Can Can you hear me? Yes. Is this the you same caller? Yes. Same caller. Same caller. Because I wanted to address what Leviah says something about conspiracy theories, and and I wanted to ask him what did I mention that was a conspiracy theory? Well, the way that you marked um, your statements. We have to be very careful when we're uh, mentioning any kind of wording in situations. Look at the way they politicians do it when they say certain things about the candidates. They use words like criminal, things of that nature. Uh-huh. Well, I'm sorry I didn't clarify what criminals I was talking about. I, were t- I was talking about the criminals on Wall Street, the ones, oh, yeah. the, the millionaires, the multimillionaires who feathered their nests with taxpayers' money and how our yeah. politicians voted to give them more money. So to me, that's no different than someone who sticks you up, coming down the street, asks you for your money, and you give them your money, and you go get a cop, and the cop brings you back to that criminal and says you have to give them more money. That was our politicians. <laughs> Those were the criminals I was talking about. I'm sorry oh, okay, to clarify that. I'm sorry okay, to understand that. Oh, well, let, me ask you something. let me ask you something, then, since you're on the line. What do you think about Joe the Plumber? Uh, I think all of that is a facade. It's all make-believe. Mm-hmm. As long as you continue to play the Democrat and Republican game, and I put that both in quotes, it's their game. It's not our game. Our game is getting people in that represent us. Don't represent, you know, McCain and, and Obama, they, rep, they are corporate media picks. They were picked by the corporate media. You got people like Cynthia McKinney. You got people like Ron Paul and Ralph Nader and Chuck Mm -hmm. Baldwin who are all third-party candidates. 
but you know if if communism is one is a one party system then america is one party away from com- from being a communist country because we only have two parties and without another party we are truly communist because as i mentioned communism is a one party system but actually we have more than two parties but because the corporate media chooses for us they choose the candidates for us because you had someone who raised money, raised more money in one day than John McCain and Obama put together when they was out campaigning. Do you know who that person was? LeVon, do you know? Oh, no, I don't know because we unfortunately... Because he was watching television, probably. I'll tell you who that person was. That person, made he made... He made campaign history in raising money in one day. He raised $6 million the first time and turned around and raised $10 million the next time. That person was Ron Paul. And Ron Paul says, no Federal Reserve. He says, no IRS to do away with the war on drugs because it's the most racist policies going through America. That's where they go into the inner city and locks up all kinds of blacks and uh, people of color. He said to do away with the uh, the Federal Reserve and the tax, the IRS and the tax. But the corporate media wouldn't let you hear that. That's why you don't know about them, because we are playing their game. We are playing the Dems and the Repubs game. Okay, let's get this straight. It's not that I haven't heard of Ron Paul before. There's a difference here, right? Um, when it comes to certain specific facts, of course, yeah, there's going to be certain things people aren't going to know about these people because they don't make those important parts of their Candidacies or whatnot. Now I've known no, sir, about I Ron Paul. I didn't know the. I beg to differ, sir. And what I beg to differ on is the simple fact that it's a matter of information. It's a matter of information that is given to the people. And if you don't get the information, you have nothing to base anything on. But if if you spend time watching television, which is programs, programs and then you are being programmed. But if you spend time on a free Internet or a free information exchange, which is the Internet, then you'll find out more than what you get coming across your television. And the television has actually – go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, I like what you're saying here, but let's get this straight. All right, I've known a lot about the racist history, for instance, of some of the things you've been talking about, like the war on drugs. A lot of people aren't aware that um, that during Clinton's um, years – he put more blacks into prison for during the drug thing than any president in the entire history yes, of the United States yes, of America. You're just making my case. It. You're continuously making my case, and my case I'm, is uh, simply, my case isn't one that disagrees with you. First of all, um, okay. like I said before, we're we're about searching for information and knowledge. Unfortunately, Ron Paul didn't get accepted. I was actually backing Joe Biden when he first ran for presidency, but he didn't have the money to go in. Because he had a lot of great ideals as well. Well, I was you back in think- Ron Paul long before he be, long before he made the announcement. I said this man should run for president, and the reason why is because of two things. One is the Federal Reserve, which a lot of people don't know about. The Federal Reserve is no more a government entity than the Federal Express. It is a private banking organization, a private banking of international banking cartel, which makes money and sell it to the American people at interest. So we are indebted to this company, which is a company. It has never been ratified. It has never gone through Congress. But we accept it verbatim and on the, on, on the outskirts as it is a federal and government company, a government entity, which it is not. So Ron Paul said, do away with that. 
Second of all, he said free energy. We should have free energy. That means no more of the oil industry, no more of the oil cartels. We get our energy from sustainable, renewable energy, which comes from the planet and from the universe, which it is here. That technology is here. So if we're talking about expanding information and knowledge, then let's do that. Let's talk about expanding information and knowledge, because a lot of people don't even know where to begin. First of all, we need our own currency. We need our money. Second of all, we need to get away from the oil industry, which has killed babies, started wars, disrupt countries, and disrupt families in America. That's what I'm talking about. So I was back in Ron Paul long before people even knew about Ron Paul. If you want to check me out, just check out Get On It on YouTube because I got a bunch mm -hmm. of videos on there. Okay. And the point I'm making is a lot of people are just, they're not uninformed, they're misinformed. They're missing for you. Well, go through college, true. you go through four to five years. My sister is Ph.D. She hasn't got a clue of what's really going on. She's strictly Obama. You know, I got my my uh, my doc. Uh, he was going on and on. Uh, but you were saying, Mr. Levon. No, let uh, him talk. Let him talk. Well, I know it's about to come to a close right here. And fortunately, our time is about to be up. Um, what is it called? Oh, come on, man. Come on. Let's let's hear him talk, man. That was rude. Well, it's about to be expired, but, I mean, we can come back for next week's show because it was very informative and stuff. We're going to check out his stuff. But tonight's show is based on Barack Obama and McCain. I mean, regardless of what if anyone says today or tonight or whatever, these are the two motherfuckers that's in right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, and... Um, and then just to sort of address some of the things he said, because like I said, I, I agree with him here. A lot of people are misinformed, and that's what we try to do here on Nothing But The Truth. One thing is that's very important on me and, um, and Evan have stressed this before, there's not one sole true form of truth um, when it comes to any form of information. The moment that you try to license knowledge itself is the moment that you limit people to getting their own understanding, their own independence, and yes, in some cases that will lead to communism. Now, to say that America is a communist nation, that the only thing that really defines us is because we aren't specifically a one-party um, system, I think that's definitely faulty and a little erroneous at best when it comes to our whole ideology and understanding not only of our social background but also our economic background as well. Everybody knows a lot of um, corporations control a lot of the things that we use here in America. Look at Viacom. It owns MTV, owns BET, owns VH1, owns numerous um, corporations and, and um, media systems that we rely upon. I think the biggest issue here is recognizing that, yeah, change isn't not always going to come that way. That's one of the biggest facades we've seen in life. But, hey, isn't a little change better than no change at all? That's my question to people when we come to these situations. Do you want more of the same thing, or do you want a little something different? It's not going to be completely different. Of course not. I mean, even our federal government depends on um, corporations that own millions of money because they have to pay out all this stuff. They have to rent out a lot of services. For instance, um, federal security. They owe that to um, like people like Microsoft or Mac, you know, things of that nature. That's our government. That's how it's built on profiteering, 
on making yeah. a profit on something, on competition. That's how we live here, and that's how it's always going to be. So there's always going to be some disparities, unfortunately. That's the way it is. And when it comes to people like Ron Paul, people like Joe Biden, when he was first running for president, um, exactly. Uh, oh, no, I, I see the guy commenting here on the in- Internet right now. He said that he's, I did not say America is communist. I said the American... America is one party away from being a communist country. And like I said before, a party system is not simply, um, how could you say, contingent upon a communist country, especially when you look at the different ideologies of America. There are a lot more intricate features here than simple different parties. I want to say one thing about it as far as the knowledge and stuff go. You can read a book. You can look on TV. I mean, whoever controls the information got the power. The best way to do it is to go out there and travel. To go to these places, to find out about the heart of the gusto, or if you got connections in that area. Like I've talked to Miss Tyler, if you don't know Miss Alexis K. Tyler, ask her about certain things, what's going on in her area, you know, things of that sort. Or I can talk to people back in my area, or talk to people across the country and find out what's going on. If you really don't have no eyes and ears, I mean, anyone can manipulate anything. And we all say that on nothing but truth. We say that about relationships, and we say that about politics, too. But like I say, I'm looking at it like this. Whoever to lesser evil, I mean, it ain't going to matter much longer as far as how I see it and my, my religious beliefs. Now, I don't want to throw religion into the show or anything right here right now, but I'm just saying it ain't going to matter much longer what's going to go on. I'm just telling y'all, the people... As far as politics concern or whatever, you got people controlling those people. And I ain't talking about just corporations. You got however, I'm not talking about no conspiracies neither. I'm just talking about people. Whoever got the money has the power. And the golden rule is whoever has the uh, bar, the golden bar makes the rules. But the thing is, you know, you can change it. But the thing that they are doing, you know, are messing with the drugs, messing with this and that politics, this and then people getting in a frenzy or whatever you want to call it because of the election. But, I mean, it's the masses. It's our country, I think, in our opinion, when it comes to information and understanding what's going on. Because I know that they don't teach philosophy in, in most high schools in America. If you have to get philosophy, you have to go hunt it down. It's not a requirement. And if we can change the school criteria on certain things that we need to have, critical thinking, philosophy, World civilizations. I had to take those classes when I was in college, you know, to find out. I mean, why should I have to waste that long? I talked to one of my friends from uh from Africa, and he said they took that when they was in middle school, and they kept taking it all the way to high school. So it was a continuing basis on seeking out information. But in the long run, as all I gotta say is, make the right choice as far as who you think is going to be the right person, because, I mean, either way you go. So if you really wanted to do something, folks, if you really want to do something, you got to start with the Congress or or the House, in my opinion, because don't they got unlimited terms, Mr. LeVon? Um, the Senate, I know that because, uh, what's his we, name, Ted Kennedy, he's been in there for 30-some years. Yeah. We, so, we, I mean, have a very, um, we have a very intricate system of checks and balances here, and that's what's important. Yes, money influences our government. Money, I mean, we're a capitalist country, so we definitely rely on money. People like lobbyists are naturally going to sway people to their opinion when they can give them what? 
tons of millions of dollars to sort of ensure that they're going to be were put into office um, next next season or whatnot. But sitting there and trying to say that everything's controlled, I'm sorry, we cannot always depend on that. Influenced, yeah, but not controlled, because if that was the case, then the inc- incident um, that happened before when they tried to, um, what is it, turn turn back that law that would have allowed um, poor children to get, like, health insurance or something like that. Remember when that happened? Mm-hmm. And um, Bush was saying no because they are spending too much on Iraq, but they called that over. You know, they they refuted that. Yeah, I remember I mean, that. that, that situations like that go to show that it's not always about money when it comes to certain situations. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, well, folks out there, man, as, as I want you to think when y'all go to the polls, think about what you want to do. And then after the polls, those don't stop because I know this is what's going to happen. I got a funny feeling this will going After whoever gets in office, they can stop. It's going to stop all this frenzy that we've been seeing going on right now. It's going to stop. We don't need it to stop. We need to keep having that same drive to push things into action because it's more of us than it is of them. And we can get things done as we step up and take a stand. You just can't sit there and be like, okay, the election over. I can go back to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Don't go back to sleep. That's what I'm trying to tell people. I mean, wake up. Wake your minds up. You can have things change. I mean, you can vote these motherfuckers out if you want to. But, I mean, you're going to have corruption in any government. You, look, I mean, no no country on earth has got a perfect government, okay? I'm not saying America's the best one. I ain't saying it's the worst one. But everyone's got their own thing. Let's get that straight. I mean, you hear about stuff that's going on here and there. And that, that deals with the individual, too, and their mind and their heart, in my opinion. But we got to make things straight for ourselves. you got to work on you before you can work on anyone else. Put it like that. Do you agree, Mr. LeVon? What? Mr. Hull's been I say, man, I say, before we can do anything to make things better for, for the whole the whole thing, the whole country or whatever, we got to work on ourselves to be better. Yeah, we do. And I, I want people to take that in heart after after poll, after the election's over with on Tuesday. I want y'all to work on it. I want y'all to improve on that. Work on yourself. Make yourself better. Now, I don't want to hear no one talking about I'm already better. But you always tweak yourself to be better. I can, for instance, I love the workout stuff. I can push myself harder to get better results. But you got to have that push. Everyone's got to have that push on what they want to do to make themselves better. Mm-hmm. But with all that said and done right here, I mean, this is the end of the show. Uh, I'd like to thank the call for calling in. I had to cut you off. I mean, you were going on with some good points. We had to get this show wrapped up. Uh, you can tune in and get this show anytime you want to by going to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash NB underscore truth. You can go there, get the audio player, put it on your page, spread the word. Let people know that nothing but the truth is a serious show and that we're going to get straight to the facts and that we're trying to get people out there. And remember, folks, get the dick out your throat and go vote Tuesday. I don't care how long the line is. You think about that shit. I remember one guy was trying to tell me, a security guard, black dude, told me, you don't need to go vote. You know, you're just wasting, uh, you're just wasting time or whatever. And, you, and I'm like, man, fuck you, you know. 
It's my opinion. It's my right. I mean, everyone doesn't have the luxury as the caller to go to another country. Just get that straight. Let's just be reasonable. Let's be practical. But you do have reasonable to better yourself by educating yourself, going out, getting your hustle on. Don't let these people hustle you. Get your hustle on and, and buy yourself an island. And that's not unreasonable. You can buy islands anytime, but you got to get your mind right, get it set. But if, you know, I'm going to pass it to Mr. Levon to see if he got any final thoughts he want to give to the audience. Oh, nothing much, man. No. Okay, then, well, I want to leave out with one of these powerful songs. I want y'all to think about this as we tune out. Till then, I'll see you next week. And I hope y'all stay fresh and blessed and make sure things are doing well. Yet our best trained, yet our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight.
the life and danger was her gone crazy to seem to lost her senses down at the peep show watching all the creeps so she could tell the story to the girls back home she went to the city and got so 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 did it she had to get a foot she couldn't make it on her own don't push me cause i'm close to the edge i'm trying not to lose my head <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes it makes me wonder how i keep from going under it's like a jungle sometimes it makes me wonder how i keep from going under my brother's doing fast on my mother's TV Says she watches too much, it's just not healthy All my children in the daytime, Dallas at night Can't even see the game or the Sugar Ray fight The bill collectors, they ring my phone And scare my wife when I'm not home Got a bum education, double digits inflation Can't take the train to the job, there's a strike at the station Neon King Kong standing on my back Can't stop to turn around Broke my sacroiliac, a mid-range migraine Cancer membrane, sometimes I think I'm born insane I swear I might hijack a plane Don't push me Call, I'm close to the edge I'm trying not to lose my head It's like a jungle sometimes It makes me wonder how I keep from going under It's like a jungle sometimes It makes me wonder how I keep from going under Got a job, learn to be a street sweeper. I dance to the beat, shuffle my feet, wear a shirt and tie, and run with the creeps. Cause it's all about money, ain't a damn thing funny. You got to have a con in this land of milk and honey. They pushed that girl in front of the train, took her to the doctor, sold her arm on the game. Stabbed that man right in his heart, gave him a transplant for a brand new start. I can't walk through the park, cause it's crazy after dark. Keep my hand on my gun, cause they got me on the run. I feel like an outlaw, broke my last glass jaw. Hear them say, you want some more living on a seesaw. Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. Say what? It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. It's like a jungle sometimes, it makes me wonder how I keep from going under. A child is born with no state of mind, blind to the ways of mankind. God is smiling on you, but he's frowning too, because only God knows what you'll go through. You'll grow in the ghetto, living second rate, and your eyes will sing a song of deep hate. The places you play and where you stay looks like one great big alleyway. You'll admire all the number book takers, thugs, pits, and pushers, and the big money makers. Jobbing big cars in the 20s and 10s, then you want to grow up to be just like them. Huh. Smugglers, scramblers, birds. Gamblers, pickpocket peddlers, even panhandlers You say I'm cool, huh? I'm no fool But then you wind up dropping out of high school Now you're unemployed, all non-void Walking around like your pretty boy Floyd Turn stick up kids, but look what you done did Got sent up 
for an eight-year bid. Now your manhood is broken. You're a make tag. Spend the next two years as an undercover fag being used in the fuse. Served like hell to one day you was found hung dead in the cell. It was plain to see that your life was lost. You was cold and your body swung back and forth. But now your eyes sing the sad, sad song of how you live so fast and die so young. So don't push me cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. <laughs> 